0: Welcome to the Wake and Take podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Vikings' big trade over the weekend for Pro Bowl defensive end Yannick Ngakwe, as well as an update from Vikings training camp. Then we talk Minnesota Twins and the five game losing skid. Hopefully, that's been broken by the time this comes out. We talk all of that next. Hit it, Zachary.
1: house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. And it's been a ruin of many a poor boy. And God, I know I've won.
0: And welcome to the show. Big week for the Minnesota Vikings BG. Let's start there. I know you've been practicing uh, your pronunciation. I got it here in let's, front of me. Let's I hope I don't
2: mess it up. Let's hear. It. Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. Hopefully we'll be, be hearing that name a lot. Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. Big time
0: defensive end, Pro Bowl defensive end uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, We traded a second round pick next year, I think, right twenty twenty one, yep, and then a fifth round conditional pick, um, and it's something like if um, let's see, here we go, Ngakwe, if he is a first ballot Pro Bowler, um, it's a fourth round pick. If he's a first round, uh, first ballot Pro Bowler, and we win the Super Bowl, then we give him a third round pick. Uh, So that's that's pretty good. Yeah, so that's a pretty good deal. I mean, you get a guy who's twenty five. Uh, he took a five million dollar pay cut to join the team so he wants to be here um, and, and now you have a, a part of the de- a defense that's going to dominate you know that's what Zimmer needs is you know because the corners we lost three of them uh, we lost Everson you know we lost the big guy in the middle Lindball. so you had to do something and that was a big time move um, and now you got two star defensive ends and what is going to have cooked up for blitzes and all that kind of stuff. That gets you going. That gets you excited uh, yeah. for a week from this Sunday.
2: Yep, and like you said, uh, we get the second-round pick away in the 2021 draft in two years from now, the conditional 22 fifth-rounder. And, I mean, if we have to give up a fourth-round pick or a third-round pick, I'll be more than happy because either means we won the Super Bowl right. or that he was a 1st Ballot pro bowler. Yep. So um, he'd be doing really well in his yeah, first season week. with the Vikings. So I think mm-hmm. for a 25-year-old defensive end who made the Pro Bowl, I think back in 2017, 2017-2018 yep. season. Yep.
0: I think when they went to the AFC Championship. Yep, game, when they were one game rolls. away from the Super Bowl, oh, just yep. like the Vikes crazy. were that year. Yep, crazy. Up in the NFC. They were but, good, dude. Yeah. And this this kid is good. Um, he, He's so, like, 25, right? That's the same age he's as him. He's 25, yeah. Yeah.
2: That and is, have him each, coming off of each end. Yeah. That's going to be great for our defense. Um, I, I saw on Star Tribune, it said each of his four seasons with the Jigs, he has at least eight sacks with that one that he made the Pro Bowl. I think he had 11 sacks in double digits, so that's great. He gets to the quarterback, but I was looking at some film on him earlier today. And beyond that, he is just remarkable at mm-hmm. stripping the football oh, yeah. and causing fumbles the way he just forces fumbles like no other. It's crazy. I was watching his film and the guy was talking through it but it was easy to see he has this one signature move that he does where he goes towards the offensive lineman which is the tackle cuz he's the defensive end he goes right towards them and then at the last second he kind of does like a euro a euro step yeah like a euro step lunge inside outside outside so he kind of goes on the inside and then does a euro step lunge to the outside yep. where he gets close enough to the tackle that he like engages uh Ingakwe Have to get used to that a little bit. Yeah, I know. I I look every time. He engages him, so then he's off balance. The tackle, he's leaning forward, and then he just shucks him off, and then goes around the guy so often. Yeah, and it's just the one move doing it every time. So that's sweet. That I'm sure that they pick up on that. So he's and when they're recruiting him, he's
0: stepping outside, engaging, and then going inside.
2: The he is so he goes like up to the guy's shoulders, like right in the middle of his shoulders, like parallel with him. Yep, parallel with him. He kind of leans. Inwards and then does like a Euro step lunge to the outside where the guy already has his arm, the tackle already has his arms extended and his body mass leaning forward. So then he's just toast after that because then he goes to the outside and then the tackle can't catch up to the athletic, Mm -hmm. uh, defensive end. So I'm really excited to see, uh, Hunter and Ngakwe coming off both ends, especially at a time where we're lacking defensive back. So the faster we can get to the opposing quarterback the better it's going to be for the young guys in the secondary.
1: You, yeah. uh, you'd you mentioned, though, that Hunter hasn't practiced in, in a while. Is he hurt?
2: Yeah, he's missed before today. So it was last week, and I looked it up. I think last Friday or – it was when we got in Gakwe. Um, Daniil Hunter at that point missed t- 12 straight practices yeah. because he has yeah. a minor injury. Yeah,
0: I Just a tweak. Zimmer isn't talking a lot about it, yeah.
2: but I'm sure that he's okay. I'm sure that this is yeah. just to fill the role of everything and have two great defensive ends. Um, on each side, and he was a little expensive, much more expensive than the Everson, but like yeah. Beal said, he cut $5 million to come here, mm-hmm. which that's means awesome. he wants to play for a yeah, cool. championship-caliber team, hopefully, um, which he once was a couple of years back with the Jaguars, who are nowhere close to that, yeah, what are after doing releasing right now? Leonard Fournette today, too. Yeah. The house. Yeah. yeah, maybe going for Trevor Lawrence. So,
0: Yeah, it'll set up an interesting scenario for next off season when you have Cook up for a contract. You got Anthony Harris up for a contract and now um, Ngakwe up for a contract. So, you know, you're going to have have to
2: restructure Cook.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Or I think they're going to restructure Reef. Probably Riley Reef is what I I was going to bring that up too. So, I mean, that's what I saw at Star Tribune and Athletic were saying that most likely it's going to be either restructure or they're going to cut him.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I saw that Reef is most likely going to be cut if he doesn't restructure his comment. And they were saying that he was going around. Like telling people that it's most likely he's gonna be cut, like talking to his teammates, which would be pretty surprising <laughs> if he doesn't he's not get a pay cut. Out? Yeah. So he's not gonna he won't take a pay cut. Sounds like it, yeah. Wow. And I mean he hasn't done mm. anything since we drafted him. He yeah. hasn't been good for us. So it
0: sounded like on Friday in the scrimmage, the Vikings scrimmage on Friday afternoon, that the other tackle was I mean, I think Reef played, but the other starting tackle is like Udo. Hm.
2: Um Yeah, I saw it it sounded a lot more like it's probably eighty like percent sure going to be cut hmm. and the only way he wouldn't be cut if he restructures his contract, which doesn't sound like it's going to happen right now. Wow. Yeah. That's, so there's some news.
0: I mean, I would be kind of fine with that. I, I don't really like him. He's way overpaid. He's kind of cocky. If that's his attitude, get him out. Of yeah. Here. And he get hasn't been,
2: he hasn't been doing anything. Right. And we got him a good pick in the draft and right. he just hasn't been producing. So in right. comes the next young guy. Um,
0: I saw that Dakota Dozier has been taken first team reps this last week and he took first team reps in the scrimmage on Friday, so he's probably gonna be um the starting guard. And then I guess as we're Cleveland right now has been playing with the third and fourth team. So mm. nowhere near um, ready, to, ready a, to play an NFL yeah. football game. Um especially with, you know, whatever twelve days, whatever we are
2: till NFL kicks off. Yeah, so wow. It's yeah crazy. hopefully hopefully our offensive line is gonna be ready. And bringing I, I, in Ngakwe yeah. and hopefully Daniil Hunter back to practice can hopefully give those guys up front a good look yeah going against two of the top defensive ends in the entire league. but yeah I mean what, what jacks me up about Ngakwe is that just makes our defense so
0: so much more dangerous uh, from, from a standpoint where we can be a top five defense I guess for sure this year after losing all the guys that we did um, to get him and to get really a defensive line now that is elite, that's got two really good young pass rushers that can really, really flourish under Andre Patterson, who, in my opinion, is the best defensive line coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he's done with Minnesota and the, the program he's built, you know, drafting guys late in, late in drafts and then just building them into, you know, elite football players. Um, the one guy you feel for when you hear the news getting in, in Gakwe is um, Afadi Adenabo, yep. a guy who was set up, be a starter this season Uh, looked good last year at times had some flashes they're saying he's ready to go Patterson uh, says you know he loves Afadi and everybody's you know talking about how good he's going to be this year and and so that kind of sucks for him we'll see what happens I mean I can't imagine he tweeted something after it uh, like fool's gold or something like that he tweeted after uh, (laughs) they got they they got the trade for Ngakwe Uh, so we'll see maybe he'll blow up maybe this will make him mad and he'll have a great season and if Everson uh, excuse me, if Daniil doesn't play that first game, I mean, he hasn't practiced in 14 days or whatever. It's been. yeah, so if he's not ready to go next Sunday, which prove himself, Zimmer says he's going to be ready to go and they don't expect him to miss any time, they're just kind of playing it safe, is what he said. But who who really knows with Zimmer? Maybe he's just you know, keeping a, a a big injury wrapped up and, you know, trying to make it smaller than what it is. But hopefully that's not the case.
2: Yeah, and Zimmer likes to wrote the defensive line in general, have a lot of people, a lot of depth come in, mm-hmm. whether it's at the defensive end or just defensive tackle or even as an edge rusher. Yep. Um. So can maybe see his versatility there. But back to your point about the Vikings having one of the top five defenses in the league, I think for sure we are in that uh, ballpark. But now with Ngakwe, like I think that we have the best – three-tier defense in the league for sure at each tier of the defense two dominant guys with on the defensive line daniel hunter and ngakwe mm-hmm. at the linebackers anthony Barr and eric kendricks and then at the defensive back uh situation harrison smith and anthony harris like at each tier it's just really really talented guys um and some mm-hmm. that don't get the hype that they should like harris he's now getting more kendricks as a, yep. i think is still somehow underrated but I think the defense is going to come down to the cornerbacks because we're oh, so yeah. raw mm-hmm. and so young there. Hopefully Gladney um, has a good rookie season. We're yep. going to need Mike Hughes to stand up a little bit and kind yep. of be the veteran, veteran back there at a young age. But we have all the tools there. If just a couple more pieces can come together, the Vikings defense could be the best in the NFL. Yeah, we'll see. They said Hughes played pretty good
0: um, on Friday. They said he looked like he was the best. Uh, of the of the bunch, Gladney played um, starting quality players. What what they said about Gladney. This is from um, Arif Hassan, I think, from the Athletic. Hmm. Yep. Um, so that was his his remarks about how Gladney played. So it sounds like Gladney and Hughes are going to be the, the the one too. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Packers coming to town um, next Sunday. Is that a noon game? I don't know. I don't either. But exactly. man, football! Can, can you believe it? 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 Does not feel like. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do it. The Gophers had their. If it was this time last year, they would already have a game in the books. Yeah,
2: hmm. um, yeah there was a college football game played a couple of days ago, Missouri State and Central Arkansas. Yeah, well, those so two schools. It. I have no idea what the oh. outcome was, but yeah. football yeah. is back, I guess, officially. Football is back. But I cannot wait for the NFL next Thursday. Yep. be the opener with the Texans, and. Texans, Chiefs, Texans. That's what I
1: had said. I, I don't, We were trying to figure that out earlier. We could have easily looked at it. But, yeah, I'm,
2: I'm so excited now, especially with fantasy football. Texans, H- Chiefs. Texans, Chiefs, that'll be a good one. Fantasy football just brings that excitement up yeah, even oh, e- even more. Had yeah, the draft a couple yeah. days back. It's draft season, baby. It yeah. Is. Hopefully the season continues and goes from start to finish and the players that I drafted do well and those that I didn't do bad. But, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for football to begin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I got a few more notes here on the Vikings um most of this stuff
0: is from the Friday afternoon scrimmage big news haven't mentioned it yet uh, we should have led the show with this big time news Kenny Willickis went down in the scrimmage on Friday left the field on crutches um we I texted Hunter to see if he knew what the injury was um and Hunter just responded yeah I got hurt not sure what uh, so we <laughs> have no Hunter idea response if, how damn how, I didn't hear that he,
1: yeah how hurt he is um does he so. have some inside info Hunter, yeah,
0: yeah. He, I mean, that's how that's that's how we got Wilkes on. They're like family friends with oh, the Morosi cool. family. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we'll see. He didn't practice. He didn't practice on Sunday. I don't know if they had the day off today, but I didn't see any tweets about it today. I just looked his name up on Twitter, and nobody tweeted that anything after hmm. he was taken off the field.
2: So, yeah, hopefully he's doing yeah, well. Yeah,
0: hopefully he can prove himself. Yeah. So thinking about him, hopefully it's not a big injury, and he can come back and make. I don't even know. Have they already done the cuts? I know they have, they've had the first round of cuts, but I don't know if they No, they don't have round. the final. They, they don't have another. I don't
2: think so. They don't have the final roster yet. Okay, so, so there's another to round do. of cuts.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, as a seventh rounder trying to make the
2: team. And from what position. we've heard, I think we talked about a little bit, not being too impressive. I'm sure he, doesn't, he wasn't at the point in the depth chart yeah. where he wanted to be this time um, in the training camp before the season starts. And this close to the season beginning now and being mm-hmm. injured, it's definitely not a good look. Yeah, so we'll it's tough be hoping for hopefully him. Hopefully he's
0: back on the field soon. Um, Vikings offense, I have a few notes on them. Thielen played pretty good. Played pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Played pretty good. Um, five catches, 65 yards. He had a nice one-hander on the sideline. Um, Cousins struggled. Said he was kind of inaccurate. <laughs> oh, what? Um, Here comes Nate Stanley. <laughs> Cousins was sacked three times, yeah. and they only played like um. one half. Um, so he was sacked three times uh pass rush looked good defense line and pass protection looked poor um,
2: <laughs> and that's the the biggest thing pass protection cousins doesn't have to be the hero yeah. he just has to well they do give say three
0: seconds they do say that the run blocking looked good I mean that was similar to last year yeah uh, the run blocking was always solid it was just the pass protection that that struggled so it seems like the same old Vikings at least on the uh, offensive side uh all four quarterbacks got in Stanley got in the game.
1: Where is he, is he the Iowa guy? Yep, yep Iowa that's
0: guy. Phenomenal man. quarterback out of Iowa. I was yeah. gonna say no. <laughs> Browning, the other guy, and then Sean Mannion.
2: All all four. So, so, so we need Kirk to stay healthy. Yeah, there. I was gonna yep. say we need Kirk. But to I know I talked I think I talked about this last football season. Kirk is obviously not mobile and he's not gonna be the guy that can escape from the pocket, and that's fine, because when he does get the protection, he's a phenomenal quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think Honestly, one of the best quarterbacks in the quarterback or in the league. One of, one of the best quarterback. quarterbacks in the quarterback. One of the uh, best quarterbacks in the quarterback. No, in the league when he has good pass protection. Yeah, he he's doesn't super feel accurate. rushed at yeah. all. He can just stay in the pocket. But clearly, I guess, maybe not clearly, but I don't think he's going to be able to do that again this season with the talks of the training camp and what we've been seeing three sacks and Kirk Cousins not looking good. But that's not the end of the world because you can just shift the offense and some of the route combinations that we have. Like Aaron Rodgers, he's much more mobile but they just do the quick slants all Mm -hmm. the time, and it literally takes not even a second to get out of his hand, and it's so wide open when they do that, maybe because they have a little bit more respect for Rodgers than Cousins, which is understandable, but just the quick slants, I feel like is an easy way to solve that problem. Obviously, I'm not a coordinator, but Mm -hmm. just making quicker routes so that Kirk can do that and get more comfortable, I think, is something the Vikings have to do.
0: Well, I will say they they said that the Vikings' offense looked uh, way different than it did last year. Um, I think that was just you know trying out a whole bunch of different plays in the in the scrimmage, to see what works. But uh, I think they threw the ball like fifty times and ran mm. the ball fifteen something like
2: that. <laughs> and I'm assuming that was first team going against first team. Yeah, for, I sack. think
0: they. I mean, I don't know how many how many reps the first team took, but
2: because huh. if so, that's even more worse because Daniel Hunter and Ngak, Ngakwe aren't practicing. <laughs> oh, right. So we're having who oh, yeah. who else coming off the edge beating our first team. Uh, yeah. I think
0: Afadi had a sack
2: and. Um,
0: I don't know who I can't remember the other names that had sacked, but there's three guys. Yeah, uh, so right. <laughs> yeah, we we might struggle on that O line. I mean, we thought that coming into the season, and now a week and a half away, um, that seems to be uh, what what's going to be our issue, issue on
2: offense. Uh, should we go over to the Minnesota Twins? Yeah, I've just got one last thing on the Ngakwe trade. Yep, I know looking on Twitter and everybody thinks they're the experts on there. It seemed like there was a lot of negativity. I don't know if it was from Vikings fans, but just NFL fans from the Viking side about getting Ngakwe. And I know that he's about 10 million more than what Everson was, but obviously I think he's more talented with being a pro bowler and being 25, which is a huge deal looking forward. But then also, like we said before, he cut his contract by $5 million. Mm -hmm. So he clearly wants to be with the Minnesota Vikings, which says a lot. Um, about him, I yep. guess, and we gave up two draft picks. But in next year's draft, we have 12 picks. Wow. So yeah. we're now going to have 10 picks in yeah. the 2021 draft. That's fine. So and, it's not like yeah. we're giving things up. And the, we lost a second-round pick. Um, so I guess we only lost yeah. one next year, another one two years from now. Right. Well, the thing about so next year, let me picks. just cut in
0: quick, is we're, we don't we're not even know if we're going to have a football season. Who knows yeah. if these guys are going to have film coming out of college? So you don't really know, second, third-round guys, you know, who's good, who's not good, because they're missing a whole year of film. Yeah. Yeah, so true. it's gonna be, you know, kind of kind of a crapshoot next year in the
2: draft. Yeah, but as far as just the price goes, and him cutting his contract and two draft picks, uh, given up, and what might most likely be a fifth round pick, mm-hmm. and then a second round pick, I think we got a pretty good deal for him. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think it's a great pick, and
0: it's you know hopefully it works out for us, but the ups and downs of, of our defense in the last four months of, you know, signing Michael Pierce, then he opts out. And then it looks like we're going to get Everson back. And then he takes pretty much, well, he takes less money from Dallas and just says, you know, screw you guys. I'm going to Dallas. Yeah. uh, And now to get in Gakwe. So we've had a roller coaster, but now hopefully this is our D line. And, you know, a week and a half away, it it better be our D line.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're $200,000 away from the cap. Yeah. So yeah, we're it's, we're, it's gonna be it's it's tight. Close, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's flip over to the Minnesota Twins here. Uh nothing really good to talk about right now. Uh lost five in a row as we're recording this on Monday night. They're currently playing a really good um, White Sox team. Yeah. The Sox with trailing, the pitcher who just threw the no hitter. Yep. Um trailing
2: one, one and, and a half all. games. We're oh we're down one zero already. Yep. I'm okay. looking at the score. We're down one zero and they have oh we're down one zero. Yeah, we have guys on first and third with zero outs. Okay. So, bottom of the first. Bottom of the second.
1: Bottom of the second. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Let's I, go twins. It's Break weird, man. It it we tagged Giolito first. Oh game my of bad. Year. We're up one zero. Sorry. Oh, we're up 1-0. Nice. zero. Let's, Let's go. Go. Oh, <laughs> we're <laughs> go. We're <laughs> up 1-0. <laughs> there we go. Haray single to the left.
2: Rosario scored. Nice. Busting in the slump tonight. There we go. So we're one
0: and a half games out of first.
1: Yeah. As it stood on, I checked right after the twins had lost to um what are they who were we just playing um we got swept by the tigers and it was one and a half yep. then, but i don't know if the white Sox played after that
0: let's see okay cleveland and chicago chicago walked it off tied at 21 and 13 on the season so does that make it a game and a half then as yeah one okay. and a half back of both of them yeah
1: dude and it's scary because the tigers aren't far behind us so it's <laughs> it's a I mean yeah division. there's four
0: games back I, I don't expect this to be uh a big issue for the twins I mean, it's our second losing streak of the season, our longest losing streak of the season at five games. Um, of course, you're looking at who we played against, which was the Tigers, and who did we play against before that. Royals was our – we got swept by the Royals. Yeah. Not a good I mean, look ever, but – neither of those pitching staffs were, were good. I don't think we faced a pitcher that had an ERA below six uh, in, in that stretch. We went three and six on the road trip, um, and we lost the last five. So – and I think we scored 28 runs, or something like that. So we were averaging just over three runs a game. Hmm. Uh, I mean, where did the bats go? I know. Where did this team that hit 307 home runs go? Uh,
1: and really, the only one that's still just cruising around, cruising along, is Nelson <laughs> Cruz. You know? Yeah, that it's he, he wants it. He wants it bad. Not to say that. Yeah. It's a dumb argument to make that no one wants it, but everyone's playing like they're just yeah, playing like they're just. You know, the last place team in the division. Twins are up three zero. Let's go. Here we go. Cruz, it's a home run.
2: <laughs> Homer? Marwin Marwin Gonzalez safe at second on fielder's choice, plus throwing air by second baseman. Nice.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Bases clearing. Dude, the, the, the Madrigal. How do you say it? Madrigal and Sano score. Madrigal. Yeah. He uh he's been up dude, it's weird because of the injuries that we've had Wade and Madrigal, Wade Jr., Madrigal. Um and Who's the other guy that you're not used to seeing ever? Uh, Jeffries. Jeffries. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a yeah, four catcher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big, Sometime big catcher. Down yeah, he had a, his either, debut right? was a hit yeah. the other week. Jeffries. Yeah, yep. or Jeffries. Yeah. So it's cool to see these young guys. But the thing that baffles me and always has about the Twins is how how we tag the ace pitchers. Um, we had Chris Sale's number um, when he was in Chicago. Um, and I'm not going to speak too soon here. But Giolito, like that first game of the year, Kepler hit that first pitch of the season off Giolito. Remember, he looked so depressed. G yeah. after that game, <laughs> yeah. we, we scored like six off him or something. I can't remember the mm. total, but now we got three off of him. And like you said, we can't make uh you can't make three runs out of, out of the guy that has an eight ERA at 0-4 in Detroit, you know what I mean? No. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But hey, We're but starting one, off good tonight. It yeah. is yeah, and and you, maybe this is a good time to slump. And it's a short season, mm. and so a slump is really never what you're hoping yeah. for. But and we've got, got some people way. out too. We
2: got Donaldson out, yeah, uh, Buxton. Donaldson's, doesn't contribute. Oh, I guess he has been doing a good job yeah, hitting. Buxon. He's had some hot streaks. Yeah, definitely. He's been out the last week
0: and a half, though, right? Yeah, yeah. it's been a bit. Yeah, year. and um, the other guy we got coming back now. So Donaldson, I, th- I saw that he should be back at some point during this home stand. I think we're at eight games at home. Nice. Um, so he should be back at some point. Pineda's is going to start tonight, Tuesday night, um, against the the Sox. So we'll see after. He finished I think the last 8 games of last season he was like 7 and 1 before wow. he got suspended. Mm. Very cool. um, oh here it is. So he had a 4 one ERA in his last 146 innings um going 7 and 1. Wow. Good hitters. Yeah, Good. I was going to say yeah, we we
1: we, <laughs> we could afford to have a pitcher with yeah. a 4 ERA. I mean 4 is not terrible when in the grand scheme of things it's not great but um, Oh no,
0: excuse me. His ERA on the year was 4. His ERA when he went seven and one was two point seven. Okay. There that's we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yep. Thirty or seventy three to sixteen strikeout to walk ratio. Wow. And his final eleven starts. Okay. That would be a big so, addition. I man. mean, if he can yeah. play like that, and, and that's I kinda remember looking at those numbers when he got suspended and then they didn't reduce the suspension after the season went from hundred and sixty two to sixty games. So that I mean that was a big knock. Um to to lose him for that long. So it's nice to have him back. Hopefully he can find a little bit of a groove here. They say he's been playing in uh the CHS field in St. Paul for the last 2 months, so he's ready to go. Mm, cool. Um he's going to be in the five-man rotation now. Good deal uh, for the rest of the season.
2: So. Yeah, if he gets going, we could have a lethal pitcher combination yeah. with kind of how deep it already has gotten good yeah. pitchers for us if uh Barrios can get going. Yep. He's turned it up a little bit as of late. Maeda, who has done really well, yep. and <clears throat> Randy Dobnak. Yeah, Dobnak. Dobnocker. Our guy. Dob-knock. Yeah, yeah, he had a rough,
1: rough one yeah, <laughs> was that yesterday. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But tough. other
2: than that, they've had a good start to the season. Yeah, I yep. guess halfway point in the season. And I
0: mean, at this point, a five-game losing, you know, losing skit. I'm not that worried about if it gets to you know a few more games, then you start to panic a little bit because you only got 25 games left. Uh, but I mean, I think there's plenty of talent on this team. They're just in a bit of a slump, and once the bats get going, they all going to get going again. I mean, uh, I think it was Arise said it yesterday that. You know, hot when, when everybody's hitting well, yeah, contagious. But when everybody's hitting poorly, poor hitting is contagious too. And yeah, I definitely. think that we just got it, uh, in a bit of a slump. Everybody has right now, and hopefully
1: tonight we're now we're getting out of it. It'll yeah. be it'll be good to have Donaldson back um, for that. I, I feel like Cruz, if he wasn't, if he was hitting two thirty, and had a couple home runs, I think he'd still be a, a wonderful asset to our team. Mm. Just the experience factor, and and as we see now, he's. Uh, Oh, sorry, as we can see right Stop now, sliding that thing, um, <laughs> sliding this. Thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, he's a uh, triple count contender. Um, so, where I was going with that is that Josh yeah. Donaldson—he's coming back to the lineup, and maybe, maybe he has a good last half of the season, maybe he doesn't. Because um, we need him off too hot. He didn't start out too <laughs> I hot, did. no. But we need I mean, him defensively, I, I and we need care. him just as a as a guy in the dugout to, yeah, as a guy who's been there and, and done it.
0: As long as we get in the playoffs, I don't care how they do in the regular season. Just get into the playoffs, and they have to play well. Yeah, hope they we don't face the well. oh, I mean, I mean gosh, if they dude. play amazing, they win every game from here on out, and they lose in the first round, you know, that's a failed season. You know, that, yep. that is not a good season. Uh, you got to judge them by how they do in the playoffs, so
2: we'll yep. see. Yep. That's all I have, I think, on Twins. Any other notes on the Twins, boys? Not on the Twins. Just one MLB thing. Okay. Um. We know the friend of the podcast, SVP. Scott Van Pelt. He does the friend of the show, Bad Beats. Yep. I was looking at, I saw this the other, or I saw this today. uh, MLB game that happened the other night. I've come up with the creative name, Best Beats, because this is gambler got pretty lucky here. The headline is, Gambler avoids two hundred thousand dollar loss thanks to Manny Machado walk off grand slam. So this is how when it was the over was seven and a half for the game. It was the Padres and Rangers. And the over was seven and a half, so he needed eight runs or more. And it was two to one in top of the eighth. <laughs> and in the top of the eighth, the Rangers tied up to go two, two to two. So four total runs. In the ninth inning, nobody scores. So it goes to extra in, extra innings. It goes to tenth ten innings. And then in the top of the tenth, the Rangers hit a home run to go three to two, up yeah. three two. Then nothing happens. And then in the bottom of the tenth, Machado hits a grand slam to win Jeez. it, and final score of six to three for a total of nine runs. Yeah. And the gambler put two hundred thousand dollars on just the over, and he won one hundred eighty-one thousand dollars. Well, but he so must have money, and he must have been shitting his pants. He probably turned off the game at the eighth eighth inning when it was two. He to had to be one. over seven. Him. Over that's, seven. Wow. Over seven and a half. So eight or more. Well, and that's he, And he got nine. Yeah, that is, that is and unbelievable. And there was three runs and in the top of the, the eighth. The probability
0: of him winning that had to be so low, one Yeah, thing, especially when it got to extra innings, you know, when he's – because at that point, you know, one run and you win. You yeah, know, right? like still wow. three
2: to two in the top of the 10th, Yeah, and then to the bottom know, of the 10th when it started, it was three two. It was like, oh, my God. His wife's in the other room, like, oh, God. Oh, getting the divorce papers do? ready. Yeah,
0: packing up his bag. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is incredible. Man. Yep. Best beats. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go on to the Big Ten uh, story came out today. Uh, I saw it all over, but I think the Associated Press uh, reported it first that the Big Ten voted 11 to 3 uh, in favor of canceling uh, the upcoming football season. The three schools opposing that vote was Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio State. So that was kind of already rumored um, a couple of weeks ago, but it was officially said, I guess, or they had the AP had enough sources to, to run an official story. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see if if the Big Ten does decide to come back after Thanksgiving what that would look like uh, and what at that point it would be after the election so that you know maybe that has some play in it and that was hopefully not hopefully that doesn't have anything to do with their decision to cancel but with the other conferences playing it's gonna be a very interesting college football <laughs> season
1: so how would that even work if we played after Thanksgiving there's no way you could we could go to a bowl game
0: I don't know I mean, Well, that's the thing is, are they going to try to squeeze eight or 10 games in two months and then try to get them ready to go for a bowl game then right away? Like, how do you even do that? What's the point?
2: It makes very little sense to me. I don't know why you either play in the fall or you play in the spring, or I guess depends on things you don't play at all. Right. You don't play in the middle of it, which is like two months after you said you're not going to play like that much is not going to shift in two months with the COVID situation. And you're going to be playing in your own season. You're not going to have other conferences to go up against. Right, there's going to be no NCAA championships if you play. Yeah, because the teams that are starting in the, the fall, the oh wait, are, are there no teams starting in the fall? No, I thought because the SEC, SEC and the you know, yeah, and SEC. Big, 12, and Big 12, they yeah.
0: just got pushed back. Big 12, and I think the ACC as well. Oh, when did um, they get pushed back? To? I think they're set now to play like third week of
2: September maybe.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay,
2: I'll look it up. So just a couple weeks or a week after the NFL starts, because I was going to say – we'd already be playing college football right now. We talked right. about it before we started recording that the Gophers would have played by now. But you either play with them or you play in the spring with the rest of the yeah. conferences. To do that in the middle makes absolutely no, no and, sense. And if
1: you had to drag your – you can't play football in January in Minnesota. You can't drag the season on pass. So you, you'd have – if you start after Thanksgiving, you'd have like a solid month mm-hmm. only. And just after Thanksgiving,
2: sense. like all the players are going to go home for Thanksgiving, be with their family, be in with different people – and then come back to campus and bring all of that back. It makes absolutely zero zero sense. sense. Mm -hmm. And I understand the reason, like financial reasons. Yeah, It seems like it would be a lot lot harder
0: to do that than to just have prepared for it all summer and to try to start it now. But uh, let's see. The SEC is scheduled to start September 18th, and they're going to run their season through the, let's see, through November 22nd. They're going
2: to have their championships that week. Short
0: season.
3: Yeah.
2: And for the Big Ten and specifically the Gophers, if you play, if you start playing in Thanksgiving, you're going to be playing some cold football games yeah. outside at TCF Bank during the winter. Oh, it's going to be horrible. You have the heated turf, but it only does so much. Yeah, sorry. So I we'll up,
0: <laughs> I was looking up here the start dates, but yeah, it, it's college football is going to be weird this year. And who knows? Maybe the SEC and all these other conferences are just going to say. You know, when it gets to that day, hey, we can't play. Yeah, you know, and we we tried to play, we tried our best, but it's just not going to work. Uh, and we'll see. But if they end up playing in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 end up not playing, that makes those two conferences look pretty stupid. And it, and it ends up being <laughs> successful, but you know that's a big if because it could end up being very unsuccessful. Um, our we just don't know. I
1: guess our players looking to transfer to those places, and if, I don't know. Are there like?
0: Uh, that would be crazy if there was, like, super teams in, yeah. in the SEC just because – Guys from 12. Michigan are like, I want to play. I, I mean, I don't stay. think they would let them transfer and play this year. Yeah. No. I mean,
2: Yeah, they wouldn't make any exceptions for
0: they, that because yeah. then that's
2: a slippery slope if they start doing oh, it. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And that reminded me, NDSU is having one game this season in the fall. They're playing one game. Really? Who are they yeah.
1: Playing? North Dakota? It's or? not
2: a team in that conference. They're playing yeah. somebody from the south or somebody from the southeast. But they're playing one game in November, I think it well, is.
1: How does that make any I sense? I don't know.
2: Maybe it's to highlight Trey Mason. No, not Trey uh they're Trey quor- Lance. Is that their quarterback? quarterback. Yeah. Who's yeah. is he sweet? They're saying he yeah. might be the best quarterback. Well, not with Trevor Lawrence, but the number two quarterback. What? They're saying Trevor Lawrence. Who's the QB at Ohio State again? Fields.
1: Or no, no, sorry. Um uh, yeah, Fields. Yeah. Justin Fields. Justin. Oh, Fields. Justin yeah.
2: Fields, Trevor yeah. Lawrence, and Trey <laughs> Lance are the <laughs> best three uh quarterbacks in the draft. And Trey Lance, I think, is going to be an absolute stud in the NFL. He's unreal.
1: Wow. I haven't seen him play. I've heard about him, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen him play. And he's from Minnesota. Aren't they still in the FCS? Where did he go to school? Mm-hmm. He went to um, Marshall, Minnesota. And they're in the FCS, and he's yeah. best in the...
2: Yep, Gophers didn't offer him at all. He was a three-star recruit, went to NDSU, obviously, and now he's he's wow. so more athletic than Carson Wentz. Can't you attribute
1: <laughs> that to you know maybe an easier schedule if he's a three-star going coming out of high school, nothing really huge, and then... Start I mean, it up in that I guess you division. could,
2: but I know the NFL experts know what they're talking about, especially yeah. when Carson Wentz came out of NDSU yeah. and played against that same competition, yeah. and is really good in the NFL. I think this—he's the real deal. That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. So that'll be just weird football to watch, but yeah, thankfully the NFL season I mean, is going to happen no matter I what. <laughs> I
1: know that's all I care about. <laughs> I,
0: I hope we get college too. That would be—I mean, if if we end up getting Big 12 in November, I'd take it. I'll take it immediately. That would be Yeah, as a fan. That would <laughs> yeah. be awesome.
1: Yeah. Would be awesome. Oh, hey, man, if the Iron Bowl's on this year, like, hey, that's a, that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as a,
2: as a fan, just being optimistic, like, we're going to have the NFL most likely. As, as it stands now, we're going to have fall college football with SEC and really good college football conferences. And then we're also going to have football in the spring. So just the football season got extended kind of. I hope. But, yeah,
0: it'll be crazy to see what happens. Um, but next week, game week, boys. Yep. Vikings game week.
2: Cannot Certain. wait! Cannot wait man, to watch purple and gold. Two Sundays, Packers,
0: boys. Man. Yep. Two huge,
2: Sundays. huge one to start off
1: uh, with. Yeah. Yep.
2: That's, that's that's
0: where it all starts. Yep. Football's back, boys. Um, I got nothing else. Anything?
1: I don't think I have anything for, else for me you either. Skull.
0: Skull Vikes will be back next week. Big episode. We're gonna get ready for the Green Bay Packers. We'll preview that game. We'll talk about starting lineups. Who's getting the final spots? All of that. Getting ready for next Sunday's game. It's been Calvary.
3: And I found out a long time ago what a woman can do to your soul. But she can't take you anyway. You don't already know how to go, and I got a peaceful. me down because I'm all- i get this feeling i may know you as a lover and a friend this voice keeps whispering in my other ear tells me i may never see you again cause i got Yeah. Uh-huh.